This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Two Fit Crazy Productions, TFC Productions, that's our production company helping people with their podcasts. Increase your brand, grow your business by creating your very own podcast, and we are here to help you every step of the way. You do not have to do all the work. We do a lot of it for you. This podcast is also brought to you by ContiFit.com. Get the best online training, the best in arthritis, in let's face it together, facial fitness and rehabilitation, all sorts of functional fitness training at your fingertips. That's ContiFit.com. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, virtual health coaching sessions and corporate wellness programs, all the information at high5healthandfitness.com. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Not everything in life goes smoothly. Yeah. We, we've got to have some uh, adversity in order to prove that we can triumph over it. Just uh, just another few outtakes for the outtake show that we'll get to eventually. Hey, this episode has been in the making for a really long time. And our guest today, I, wanna, I don't want to say actually listens to every episode, but she's she actually listens to like every episode of the show. She's a fan. And she's a complete amazing badass. Also that. And... um. Dr. Major Mindy Moyer is on the show today. You've definitely heard Christine mention Dr. Mindy uh, throughout. She's mm-hmm. her uh, she she's her support staff and they uh, and you know My medical uh, and, yep her medical staff. She brings her to uh, some of these crazy wacky excursions that she does. Whether she it's agrees in, to go with me, whether it's <laughs> Iron Man or a hundred miler, mm-hmm. and it's good to have uh, you know medical supervised care uh, if if needed. And uh, Mindy is is really a tremendous uh, human. She's got a, a, an unbelievable story that uh, you you will definitely uh, shock you. It'll probably you know look. Let's let's. It's going to make you sad. It's going to make you happy. It's going to make you angry. It's going to make you uh, you know a whole lot of emotions going through this. You're going to be inspired, no doubt. Um, by by some of the things that she's had to overcome and some of the things that she's gone through personally. And um, she airs it all out. Uh, this episode is definitely not for the faint of heart. Um, you know, there there is some graphic information even, and you know, as, as she goes through uh, everything that's gone, uh, happened to her in her life. Um, but uh, she's here to tell us about it, and it's exciting. Um, she's getting into the multi sports as well with the uh, swimming and biking and running and and uh, you know some triathlons that she's uh, that she's worked on and she's a a, a very 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 fun person um, who it, it's crazy has a lot of jobs <laughs> right she has a lot Amen. of yeah she's got a lot of jobs she's got a lot of education uh, ex- education and experience. And uh, just really, she um, she's an impressive person, and uh, you know, and, and I think that you're really gonna enjoy this. And like I said, be inspired, be sad. You're gonna be angry. You're gonna be, um, you know, uh, it's it's got a lot. It's a roller coaster. All right. So listen, Dr. Mindy's one of my best friends, and she's amazing. I've talked about her for a long time, and she is 
mentally tough. And what you're going to hear, what Brian's saying is that there is, um, there's a lot that goes into mindset. And when we talk about this podcast, it's, you know, it's about fitness and wellness and health and inspiration. And it's how many people have we had on the show that are mindset people? Like, it's all about your mindset. It's the way you look at something. Like, you think that, like, even for me, like I just said, like, you think you can get through a 100-mile race without having a tough mindset? Right. Like, you, it's not even physical for a certain amount of that. It's it's what are you willing to do? Where are you, you know, where is that mind willing to go? When it starts to go dark, are you able to pull yourself out? And she's done a lot of research on you know, mental health and whatnot. And that's why that was one of the main reasons. And I asked her like a year ago, I said, I'd love to have you on the show because, you know, she likes to talk about her story because her story helps other people. That's it. And it helps other people heal and it helps other people feel like I'm not alone. And she is a widow and she has a, you know, a, a daughter who's seven and um, she has has overcome a lot, like I said, and she is here to help other people who may be like her to realize you can keep effing going. Keep effing going. And, you know, the the not to spoil it, but her message throughout is, you know, the things that you go through in life is to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. And that's what she's doing with us here today. So, um, you know, we... we, uh, we Let's lo- talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. We love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're grateful that she was uh, able to come finally and join us. We twisted her arm, um, and uh, you know, and, and it's just a good. It's a good. She'll it, be back because we didn't even get through everything. There's so much more like lot. funny stuff that we didn't even get to today. So we'll call it part one. Mm-hmm. Dr. Mindy Moyer. Here you go, everybody. Enjoy. Christine Conte. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at, Brian. Bet your ass we're where it's at. All right. So, first of all, we're what like happened? really where it's at. Yeah, we are where it's at, number one. What happened to the puff thing on your microphone? I took it off. Oh, okay. All right. So, okay. I sounded better. I th- just got to watch my, my peas. Yeah, no no spitting on the mic. I'll put today. it back. Okay. All right. Anyhow, everybody, it is hot AF here at the Jersey Shore. If you don't know what that means, Google it, Urban Dictionary, because you got to get with the lingo, people. But uh, it's a little warm here, but it's really hot in our studio today. You know why? Three Fit Crazies. Oh, yes. Um, This whole post-COVID thing, we were really, you know, we were Zooming and Zooming and Zooming, and and we couldn't really have our mix of in-person guests, and we have another in-studio guest for you today and we called in a ringer yeah dr mindy what's up oh hi (laughs) how are you doing well um so many of you have heard 
um, Dr. Mindy mentioned in many of our podcasts, not badly, but um, have heard her mentioned. You might have seen her on Facebook and Insta and all that stuff. And you know what? It's it's interesting because all Brian, like all like famous people, whatever, that have their podcast, they always bring in their friends. And like totally, you've had some ringer friends. She's like your Gail King. Come in. <laughs> but I must interject with you, say, with you saying, oh, never mentioned in a bad context. I do right. believe I've been misrepresented Uh-oh. for that ultra where, oh, they were, oh. All, they were all bitching. And, oh, but, 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 oh, but they left me in the car. And uh, I, for the record, she chucked you her. under the bus. I felt yeah, bad for you about yeah. that. I was like, you, no, you, you just did your no, girl you dirty. Didn't. You didn't. I was driving. I had to pee. I have a bad mom bladder. I had to go. That's your other friend. They did try. They did try leaving me in the car. The, you did try leaving me in the car. At I the did make wrist you stop. a bed first. It's true. No, it's true. No, no. I anyway. did almost get left in the car at the rest stop. I was like, oh, oh, wait, wait for me. You would have lived. Oh, I totally would have yes. lived, but I was scared. Why? And I was alone because I was confused. That was a very confusing day. <laughs> she hallucinated probably half the ride home. Yeah. Did yes. I? Yeah. About what? I don't remember. No charge for that. That comes uh-uh. with the uh, entry fee. Yeah. <laughs> Drug free. <laughs> I was so excited to eat Chipotle. She was not excited to eat Chipotle. Oh. I put burritos in my pocket. Yeah. yeah. Eat the microphone, Dr. Mindy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eat it. There you go. There you go. Um, good, good. There's, yeah, there's so, there's so much to cover that I don't even think we're going to get through half of what we need to talk about today. And we're going to have to have a part two. But part one... It's yeah, it's been uh, it's been in the making. Like Brian, you've uh, all right. So you've brought some quality like friends to the show. Yeah, like that's right. Like, like Manasquan's finest, right? Yeah, but I mean, they've turned out to be pretty no, freaking cool people. You know? Yeah. We I've got um. I don't one fuck of around. Your, one of your friends is writing a forward to my damn book. Okay, the I've, book. Oh, the book. The book. There it is. The book. And now we're. Three yeah, minutes. Like, three minutes in. Rocking. I do not usually mention it, but I think it's really cool that you know Brian Price. He's the best. I just I'm giving him a shout out to top mental best. game. He, right, needs there to, it is. he needs to work on not only his mental game but his miniature golf game. He just lost a match to his daughter. First time in his life where he said he actually tried and lost to his daughter. <laughs> he yeah, he yeah, needs yeah. to work on the mental game. Yeah, yeah no. Well, maybe it's the mental game. Maybe it's the miniature golf game. But uh, don't worry, BP. Mm. We'll get him. We'll get her back. All right. So. Um, Dr. Mindy, mm-hmm. um, it has been um, it's been a fun ride since I met Dr. Mindy. It's been interesting. It's been an interesting ride, and and I don't. What's fun is that I don't like to hang out with people that are like boring, and you're definitely not boring. But I'm definitely not for everybody. So wait, yeah, no, I'm an acquired taste, wildly unapproachable. <laughs> so so we got along immediately. Right? <laughs> what what it, what is it? The wildly unapproachable is it the doctor thing that scares people away? No, no, because people don't know that because I don't know. I don't. It's me who started that. Oh. The people Mindy. that don't know you will be well, like, "Oh, tell your friend Doctor Mindy." I'm like, <laughs> "Well, it's like yesterday we were normal. sitting on your back porch, and it's like, oh, wait, so you're like, if I didn't know any better, I thought I would think you were a real doctor. You are. Oh my gosh, you are. Did a you real hear doctor. that? Did you hear that? Somebody said that, that to you? Uh, yeah, all the time. Do you carry like your diploma or anything? With no, it? Like, no. Christine <laughs> introduces me as Doctor Mindy, right. so right. it's like, oh, but you're you're, you're not like Doctor. Seuss or Dre or anything like that. Like you're a real doctor. I mean, that'd, be, that'd be cooler. Though, <laughs> right. Well, it's, it's an interesting ride, but yeah. Um, 
what is really interesting. All right, go ahead. No, I was going to say it's the the wild resting bitch face that I walk around with. Like it's just my face, and I can't help it. But it's it's unapproachable. So, <laughs> I find you pleasant. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um. So when I first met Dr. Mindy, um, you would like come and work out at the place that we don't talk about anymore. It's like Voldemort, you <laughs> the know, place that shall not be named. Place that shall not be named. <laughs> and you would like come in and you'd like put your like you know camo on and go to like yeah go to the military whatever wherever you were going or you'd be like actually scrubs in scrubs like or... and i'm like what the what is like all right <laughs> like a you know Halloween. like shower i'm like yay <laughs> and then you know and like then we got talking and then and I, rem- I never forget you were like yeah i run all these races dressed up as princesses and i'm like get the fuck out of here i'm like wait i thought we had something going i thought that like uh, i thought we were like got each other and then she's like look i'm like rapunzel and i'm like with 32 inch hair extensions oh, running a half marathon my god that's how you run disney i was like i had to take a couple minutes after you showed me those pictures i was like okay, I'm totally wrong. I pegged you wrong. <laughs> like, I thought maybe you were, like, more like, oh, and then Mindy's like, look, I'm Cinderella. I'm like, what is, what the hell is this? Yeah. So you run races in princess costumes? Only at Disney. Only at Disney. Yes. Fair enough. That's a thing. Fair enough. I ran, I ran the Tinkerbell half marathon with giant wings. That was fun. Okay. The chafing on that was interesting. Too, uh, so that was fun. <laughs> but, yeah. No, California does not dress up nearly as much as Florida does. So when I got out there, it was like, oh, one of these things are not like the other. And I, who? Oh, that's when you figured that out? No, I mean, I'm I'm usually among my nerdy Disney people. And like, yeah, no, California doesn't play like that. So They're uptight. They're different. They're different. different. I was just down there. It's. I know. Yeah. It was, it was a good, it was a good time. We had a blast. Family had a blast. Everything was great. It was good. It's an interesting place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got um, some very, 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 very unhealthy people in this pl- <laughs> on this planet. Oh, yeah. And they all have scooters. <laughs> it, I mean, yeah. like, you couldn't mm-hmm. swing one of those turkey legs around without hitting <gasps> one of them scooters. Like, mm-hmm. they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And my newest thing, which just made me so sad that I saw, was that they have um, just, like, receptacles for insulin needles mm-hmm. in the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Attached to the wall, you know, you're done with your needle, you put it into the well, bin. Well, Brian's like, Christine, because we got on a tangent about this, because it really pisses me off that you, just because of, uh, yes, there's very important things, people have diseases, yada, yada, whatever, I get it, and we're very empathetic and sympathetic, but like, there comes a point where like, you're, like, this is really unhealthy, and we're not doing anything to be proactive or active or anything reactive we we, we pacify it yeah we we make uh, it this is what it is now and this is you know here's your band-aid okay it's it's, but we're not gonna fix the problem but here's your band-aid yeah Yeah. it's just appeasing well he told me there's needle things in the bathroom and i'm like yo they're doing h at (laughs) disney now and that's cool like what whatever heightens the experience (laughs) of disney you know (laughs) do you know what it's like to go on the what's what's the roller coaster that i said Everest. The Yeti. What must it be like to be on H and be on the Yeti? Um, <laughs> I probably scratch my eyes out of my head. And I don't think that. Out. I don't think that's the proper combo. But uh, you no, know. no. Yeah. I mean, maybe some hallucinogenics or something like on that. The rock and roll yeah. coaster. Yeah. Oh, go on Figment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my god, it's alive! It's gonna it. eat me. We all soaring right now. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> 
this contraption. I'm really flying. I'm a Navi. Oh Oh, yeah. No, it was it was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Very interesting. Great time. I mean, we we really hit it hard, and it was it was great. It was great. It was a good time. I like going. I like being down there. My family loved it. So yeah, I go Uh, go on Monday, and I when I heard you were down there, I was like, "Where are they staying? What are they doing? Where are they eating?" Christine's like, "I can't." (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't been down there really. I was down there quickly for a wedding, like in the two thousand in Disney something. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the Maria's cousin who was there with us uh, on the trip uh, got married there they have a chapel like on mm-hmm. the on the property so that was pretty cool but we were only there for like a couple days you know we flew in and flew out the last time i was really down there was 1993 Ooh. it was you know i haven't i, I, I could take, I I mean. take it or leave it uh but i think with the way my kids enjoyed it we'll probably be back for some more and it made me think about all the races i have friends that go down there and do the races all the time. John Bayonne John. Yep, is one of them. And I had a client in the office this morning, and she is going down to do the 5K. Her husband will do the 10K mm-hmm. in November. Mm-hmm. They've uh, got food the food wine festival. That's yes. well, we were going to go. It. We are going what to happened? go. Miss, I'm the busiest woman in the world, and I can't no, commit why? to anything. No, no, no. She's why got no time go? for no, anything. No, because of COVID. Weren't we supposed to go, and then the world was shutting down? No, or no, or no, no. What, what happened? happened? What happened was you forgot registration. <gasps> That's. Then, I didn't know I had to register in the first five seconds. Uh-huh. Too busy. No, I no, was, it sells out. Like, well, no, like I was actually like working. Like, I think I was actually like working at the time, and I, I was. Couldn't a- I was actually, actually working. I was physically standing in an emergency room. Well, I think I was physically like three, two, one. Oh, that's why. That that's why. Yeah. And then Mindy's like, "Did you register?" I'm like, "No, I'm gonna do it in a little bit." She's like, like "No, oh, sold out, chick." No, I. It was my fault. I'm sorry. I remember that. That was my fault. Tournament. We'll go. All right. Let's get some things straight here so uh-huh. people don't think you have multiple personalities or anything like that. <laughs> All right? There's, Wait, a, there, there's, there's already been mention of three different costumes being worn. Not necessarily <laughs> costumes, but uniforms. Uniforms. Right? And, oh, and yeah. work wear. Yeah. Um, so, uh, doctor. You're uh-huh. a doctor of. What type of doctoring do you do? I have my doctorate in nursing practice. Okay. So, I'm a family medicine nurse practitioner who specializes in emergency med. Um, and intensive care. I'm in a fellowship midwife program now, so now I'm cool. going to catch babies and stuff, so we can... Uh, it's on my bucket list. She promised me I could catch a baby. Yes, yeah. yes. I did. I got I my did. mitt. We do... We do. <laughs> Your bucket list. Man. I got scissors. <laughs> I want to I wanna jump, jump out of planes while delivering a baby. While... What else are we doing? Iron Man. Uh, Great Wall. <laughs> Great Wall, China. I want to do that Great one. Wall, yes. Um, okay, yeah, so keep that's going. my, so that's my doctorate. Um, but I also have 19 years in the army, so I'm working full time with them on top of what else do I do? I don't know, but can a mom, I'm yeah. a mom, my daughter's seven. <laughs> mm-hmm. I work for the prosecutor's office. I do some work with a plastic surgeon. I, I don't, I don't know. There's, all we have things. to go back. All right, ready? I'm going to, my hand is raised. No yeah. one can see me because we're on a podcast. We don't have the video, but What's really cool, this is what's really cool. We got to go back a little bit because I always say, like, Mindy's a badass. And she's like, I'm not a badass. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you are. Because the story of how this started, this whole, like, forward motion of, like, I'm going to be in medicine or whatever. When, um, talk about quickly, high school, when did this whole thing start? 
when I decided that, well, when I thought I wanted to go to medical school and really didn't want to pay for it. Like I knew at 16, 17, 18, like, I don't want to pay for that. I don't want to be on the hook for this forever. My parents were playing, let's make a deal with me. And then I found that um, the military would pay for my tuition 100% as long as I stayed in New Jersey. So I decided to um, join the military so I didn't have to pay for school. But it was 2002, post 9-11, like, oh, thank you for your service. Like, no, 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 purely selfish reasons. Like, that's part of it, but no, thanks for, thanks for paying my tab. But how old were you? I enlisted my birthdays in the end of March, and I enlisted the beginning of April. So I was 18, like, fresh 18, man. Some people get tattoos, and I joined the military. It <laughs> <laughs> worked out for me. <laughs> Um, no, so I was in and I went through the medic program and, uh, then went to, for my first degree, I went to Montclair for my undergrad in biology and, uh, started working as a tech in a local, uh, emergency room. And once seeing, you know, what nurses did versus physical therapists versus like this whole medical world opened up that I didn't know anything about. And I decided, like, no, I don't want to be a doctor. Like, doctors, they do paperwork and they hide. And, like, I don't, I don't want to do that. So uh, I pulled my name out of, you know, med school runnings. And I was like, I don't want to be a nurse. But nursing school had a two-and-a-half-year waiting list. So uh, while I was doing that, um, I backtrack a little bit. I promised my high school Spanish uh, teacher that I would never, ever, ever take Spanish again if she passed me with a D. Um, so she did and I am I'm a lot of things but I'm a woman of my word and uh, I was not taking Spanish but um, OCC had an uh, interpreter sign language program cool so I was like oh I'll do that you know I'm expressive and stuff (laughs) so I did the the interpreting training program so I have my degree in American Sign Language Interpretation and then got into nursing school and then knocked that out and working in the ICU as a staff nurse um got really tired really quick of um, working with doctors who were not the best. I was like, oh, I could do this, you know. And nurse practitioners, like, what's a nurse practitioner? I don't know what a nurse practitioner is because you always heard about physician's assistants but never nurse practitioners. So looking at it, and I was like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. So and what does that entail? Give us a breakdown. Like, what's the difference? In nurse, physician's nurse, assistant just, versus yeah, nurse, nurse practitioner? practitioner. Um, a, in the state of New Jersey, a lot of it is mirrored between PAs and NPs where the physician assistant is the assistant of the physician. They work under, they have a certificate, but right. they work under the license of the physician. Um, so they have a collaborative that's a little different than the nurse practitioner who works with her own license, um, different states. The VA, for example, uh, recognize nurse practitioners as independent providers, um, have their own office, see their own patients, bill their own patients. So, yeah. So it gives you some flexibility to do all these things, like work with the plastic surgeon and yeah, do the stuff yeah, kind of yeah. bounce around like i don't feel like being in this er today i'll be in that er i don't feel like being in the er i feel like being in the icu being in the icu I feel like catching babies let's catch some babies <laughs> so it's it's you know it, it all she's like the doctor really well. version or like the so medical the- version of me okay like that's it it's like i'm gonna do this but i'm also gonna do this You're like i a, got a little of this over here right you like know? a swiss army knife I do oh. not own a Swiss Army. No, no you're, but you're like, oh, you like just like, yeah, you know, you can just the screwy part. Whatever tool, yeah, <laughs> whatever tool you need for that day, or whatever adapt, you, gotta do, you, you got to do. Yeah, it's, absolutely. No, because one, like, okay, pregnant people have medical issues; they have emergencies. 
they have psych issues. I have and a then, Swiss Army knife for when I catch the baby. There you go. Oh, don't use that. <laughs> it's got scissors oh, in it. Strapped. No, but you're you're like Sam. You're in the OB office, and then somebody has you know feeling some sort of way, mental health wise, and like like the whole office stops. Well, what do we do? I don't know. You're a doctor, man. Like you're the real doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? Why are you asking me? Like, well, we don't do this. Okay. Yeah. Let me handle this. Okay, fine. Down in the ER, pregnant people come in the ER. Whole world stops. Apparently, pregnant women can't have medical problems. Well, no. It, it all complements each other. The prosecutor's office, plastics, you mm-hmm. know. Well, yeah. <laughs> Jack of all trades, man. <laughs> but, you know, when I have a, what I think is an emergency and I call Mindy and, and she's like, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. My, you right, don't have COVID, This is the Christine. best. This is the best. When, like, when my mom fell and, like, <laughs> she's bleeding to death. I see, like, her Not brains. Bleeding. I'm like, no. she's going to – I'm like, wow, this is – she's, like, she's dead. All right. So I I'm, also, like, waiting for the yeah. ambulance and what, who do I call? Like, it's just me and, like, whatever. And I'm like, okay, breathe, Christine. Breathe. Like, very selfishly, I call Mindy and I'm like, hey, I just – um, my mom fell and, like, I just need you to talk to me. For like a couple She's minutes. bleeding to <laughs> like death. I was like, mm-hmm. I can see her brains. No, I can't. No, you're I'm good. like this. And he's like, it's fine. She's fine. I'm like, um, okay. All right. I mean, that's the, but that's the mental health part. Like if I would have called someone else, they would have been like, oh my God, blah, 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 you know? But that's why I do what I do and you right, do what you exactly. do. Exactly. Whereas because I was like, I just, I knew that I wasn't the professional and I knew that I had a friend who was like. I'm good at this. No, but you, you you also can't walk into a room and go, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks terrible. <laughs> no, because that's not going to make anybody feel better. It's like, oh, I don't I don't know what that is. Like, I Have you Google ever done that? that? Uh, I mean, like, oh, my God. You know what? Like, I I hate human bites, and I hate, like, cat bites. Like, they're, they're gross. Bites? Yeah, like, if someone, you know, Jersey Shore, man, people get scrappy, and you... They come, bite, yeah. I, I came in huge bite marks, where it's like, <laughs> that's that's disgusting. Like, are you supposed to say that? I was like, probably not, but it really is, but don't worry, I got you. You know, it's... Like, skin's missing? Cause sometimes. Big chunks, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Really? Yes. Huh. I bit a motherfucker one time. Oh, my God! Yeah. You do no. what you need to do. Yeah, no, uh-huh. no, no, no. He deserved it. I mean... God, he let go of me. Sure did. Sure did. And then he came to my ear and I was like, that's disgusting. We're, they weren't on a baseball field, right? No. Okay. No. <laughs> just making sure. No, nothing like that. It wasn't recently. Okay. I'm just, <laughs> just making sure. Right? I, did, I did once get in trouble at work because I was, I don't know, some little old lady fell and... I was sewing her back up and she, you're going to do this and you're going to do this. And I'm like, look, I'm going to do the best I can, but you're asking me to make chicken salad out of chicken <laughs> shit. So here we go. Yeah. I got, I got that phone call, but I'm like, did you say that? I was like, oh, <laughs> like you're, you might be taking me out of context, but <laughs> I mean, maybe you had to be there. Yeah. Yeah. She appreciated it at the time. I thought, no, not so much. Okay. Huh. Okay. Yeah, right. like I said, I'm not for everybody. <laughs> Stop. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, no, you know what? I do want to, I do want to talk. Number one, um, Chris Khan, I'm going to give him a shout out, who had asked, like, when are you bringing on Dr. Mindy? He did not ask. He that. did. 
He did. Oh, I'm saying it fan. right now. He's really great. He texted me on Monday with a picture of himself crying because he wanted to hear about the hundred. And I said, I said, oh, you know, like we finally got around to talking about that a little bit. And he was like, I'm dying laughing. You're talking about whatever. <laughs> and I said, I left out a lot of good stuff. And and I was like, you know what? I left out the part where I found arts and crafts scissors and cut my underwear out because yeah. they were just chafing me and it was too hard to get them <laughs> down and up. Like at the, you know, by mile 18, it was just too much. You did leave that part out. Right. Uh-huh. And yeah. he was like, oh my God, you didn't. I'm like, yeah, I cut, like you just cut things off you don't want. I'm like, I'm just mm-hmm. trying to be... You know, through, like you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, absolutely. It was t- I couldn't. You know, I'm like, show me the situation. We'll show you how we react. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So there's that. So Chris was really excited. So that's why I want to just want to point that out. But um, no, we have to we have to get into this because this is like super like amazing because the, our listeners don't realize how freaking strong and amazing you are. Okay, mm-hmm. Pe- stop. Stop it. She's got this, she's got the look on like a mom again. And she's like, mom, you're embarrassing me. Um, we'll get to me embarrassing you. We'll get to that. Um, sure will. But so we, you had your thesis and you're Uh. going back and we need to go back though, Uh because you have been through a lot of shit. I've been through some shit, man. A lot of shit. And I think it's important because going through the shit that you went through, Uh is so important for our listeners to understand that like they're not alone oh, and no. that when Brian and I talk about like health and wellness and fitness and how it helps like mentally us function I guess yeah the, like you do a lot of this because mm. it's yeah it's really it's it's good for your I mental mean, health but if like you can turn it into some chicken salad right right, <laughs> right. that shit right <laughs> then mm. uh some is better than others though i mean it's a uh, right. yeah okay so our, I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna give you the the handoff in a second. Mm-hmm. Mindy walks into the studio today and was like, "So what? Are, what can we talk about? Not talk about what's gonna ruin the book?" The not, and I'm like, "Dude, there's nothing. There's nothing." Brian's like, "Nothing's off limits." I'm like, "This is frightening. Can't, Nothing's off limits. Don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass me." Don't embarrass me. Yeah, and I'm looking at a sign that says "Whole Sponsor" mm. on the wall. H O L E Sponsor, and it's our podcast. We'll, like, spons- <laughs> we'll sponsor your whole. Right? Which How whole? many? Which, How many? Which one? I know well, exactly. Mm. Any of them. Mm. So got a whole. Some are worth more than sponsor others. Sponsor it. We'll sponsor it. <laughs> we'll find a way to sponsor it. Um, what are we talking about? So, Mindy's like, what you know, like book. Anyway, so to not to ruin things that Dr. Mindy is mentioned in Split Second Courage. There's a there's a little story for to kind of prove something or you know to back something up. And I I like to mention it because it's important. Like mm-hmm. it's a, it's something that is like really wow for those of us out there that have been like through a lot of shit and need to remind ourselves that like you got it. Look, KFG, Laura, That's it. KFG, yeah. you got to keep freaking going. That thing going. Um, but the first, so Mindy was working out. Mindy and your husband at the time were working out at the place that should not be mentioned. <laughs> and, you know, like we met and, um, the, this is great. I love these stories. Um, before we were friends ish, what, what did you, this is great. This is, I don't know if you heard this yet, but this is pretty, and, and by the way, I was getting roasted last night at my own house. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. No, who roasted is, you? You fed me one. That was fun. It's your fault. No, so before Mindy tells me this later, but when we were before we like knew each other, what what did you say you thought of me? Not no 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 not what I thought of you. Uh I I just tried to get my workout in and like yeah, but um, my husband 
you what we there's there's stage there's Christine and there's stage Christine and stage Christine is a force to be reckoned with in the nicest way possible <laughs> and he refused to go to Christine's classes because I can't stand her energy I can't it's like she she drives me crazy <sighs> yeah okay it, it can be oh it and can then I was lot. like and she's it's like, like well, Mike's on Christine I mean right. We'll, no. we'll get into it, but you know, you, you that energy, that brightness, like dampers some things, and like you know, oil and water. Okay, fine, but um, I'm I, a lot I told to handle, her, so it's okay. It's fine. You're not for everybody. You it don't is. pretend to be, and that's fine. But um, it's. I was like, you don't. You are a barker, and she's like, what the hell is a barker, Miss? I grew up in. Where'd you grow up? Staten Island. Not no, Staten Island. Long Island. Long Island. Same and, thing. And Long Island strong, not here. baby. Not Long here. Island. So, so Jersey Shore, you have your games, you have your barkers. And Christine, oh, yes. what the hell is a barker? I'm like, you know, those annoying people on the boardwalk. Well, it's like, hey, check it out. Try it out. We're gonna, <laughs> and we're going to push in three, two, one. Like, that was Christine. But then I didn't know that you did that. That was even better. <laughs> I mean, he's like, yeah. you know that I did that, right? Nope. And I was like, no. No. I was, then, a, I was a hustler. That like, was great. Yeah. And then I started barking and she's like, <gasps> I was like, yeah, but that's how you all sound. Like some has, you know, she's like, oh. Especially at that gym that cannot be mentioned. Like that's the shtick, right? They mic you up. They put uh-huh. the headphones on and it's like, we're going to, yeah, just And like they have said. a script and they have their thing. So yeah. they say 600 bazillion times a day. But um, you own it. And Christine <laughs> owned it but also would jump up on the treadmill and you know be dancing and like hip thrusting and you know oh yeah you sometimes would do, you would, sometimes, sometimes. Uh-huh. and um, it's not for everybody it, it in a workout not, situation it was not for everybody. get me the fuck out of that scene no, only sure. certain only certain classes got that <laughs> like friday night at like five thirty p.m was like explicit Happy i did not go, i did not go to those classes but no so i think i think um chuck only went to several of your classes because he was with me because he's like i can't i just you know no all right you can stay home that's fine oh my gosh mm-hmm. oh craziness all right so that was our that was like our first thing and then yes we were talking and like then i found out she's like a dark twisty disney princess <laughs> so that's fine mm-hmm. um but the the other thing is that I mean obviously we went through like a major you yeah know, so, major uh, major mm-hmm. cha- I don't know chaos just unbelievable life event life event that um I I will never forget we were I was like you always went to a certain class whatever the hell time it was in the morning and you didn't show up and then I get someone was like yeah Mindy just like put her membership on freeze and I'm like what the f- like, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's weird. Like, I'm like, all right. Asians. Oh, because it was Hell Week. It was Hell Week. Was it? Yes. Okay. And oh, you I were ha- pissed about a shirt because you love Which shirts. I still did not. Yeah, I do. I, I really like a good shirt. I know. But, um, yeah, it was Hell Week. So I had all my my classes booked. I had everything taken That's care why of. it was so weird. And I was like, that's not like her. Yeah. Like, that's really weird. And I was like, hmm. And I think, like, I don't know if I call. I was like, I'm going to call her later because this is like. This is what you do. Did like, you have my you, number then? Did I don't know. I don't think, I don't think so. Like that no, but I had your stuff. Like I follow up with people from like you the stalked, database. You stalked my membership? Yeah. But like I remember being like, that's just weird. It's just something it's like a, that's like. Every once in a while you need to do a wellness call. Right. Yeah. Like you what know, the. Check in. I haven't uh-huh. seen your face in a minute. Right. Like that's weird. Anyway, like I, it turns out like, like there's this major family crisis mm-hmm. and like it was very 
shocking. So anyhow, I'm going to pass it off to you. I mean, do we need to backpedal a little bit sure. where I was in my, I was in my doctoral program yes. at this point. Mm-hmm. This is important. And part of the doctoral program is you need to come up with an original idea and do research, do a project essentially. And being in the military, you know, you, you want to recognize a gap in the literature, a gap in the system. And, um, you know, suicide and depression in military service members are huge. Um, and more so in reservists and national guard components. Um, which is bizarre because you wouldn't like, you just don't think that, you know, no, you don't think that, but if you get into the nitty gritty of it and you look at, okay, here's your active duty component, but it's all your resources are in one place. You know, your family's in one place. Your support system is almost built into the unit, the culture of Mm -hmm. active duty. Whereas a reserve or national guard component, you know, you have that citizen soldier, um barrier where it's okay you got one weekend a month but that doesn't mean that i'm drilling in my county that doesn't mean i'm drilling in my state that doesn't mean that it's consistent my family's doing this versus my job's giving me a hard time versus you know like uh, that paycheck is not a great paycheck Mm -hmm. you know so um you get pulled up for a deployment and you're now taking a pay cut you're now potentially going through you know relationship issues divorces separations and then you know your significant others draining your bank account and your employer is firing you and you can't get resources because oh well you're not active duty or this base is not available or you know so you're gone for 12 to 18 months on a deployment and come back with no relationship and no job and no support and you know what options yeah do you have pending on your resiliency right so um you know, it's 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 a thing, especially with recent times. Like those numbers uh, are significant. So I was like, all right, well, how do we assess this? Like, how do we look at this? Like, how do we identify this? And the number one indicator of you know suicidality is depression. Well, how do we screen our people with depression? And the tool that the Reserve and the National Guard use, um, it was validated in active duty component, which is fine and good. The problem's not there. How can we do this better here? So um, my project was, all right, well, I'm going to look at depression and suicidality and the Reserve components, and we're going to find a better way to screen these people, a better way to identify them. And um, my project opened up a whole bunch of other doors with, you know, well, how do they self-report? You know, who is their support? Who, How do they, you know, ask for help but also staying face and, you know, not being outed and then, you know, belittled? So as I was going through that project, um, what was it, October 2018, I'm doing this suicide project. And uh, my husband, who was a service member, committed suicide. So, um, and he did his doctorate on cholesterol biomarkers and suicide in the military and post like veterans and whatnot. So like, I'm getting ready to graduate and do this project, execute this project. And it's like, well, how do I finish this now? Like, does that make me a field subject matter expert or does that make me the biggest hypocrite in the world? You know, um, but there was, there's also a whole heck of a lot that goes into that because, um, you know, it's 
it affected there's there's show me and then mm-hmm. there's real me and the show me shows up to work every day and does my job and you know puts on that brave face and but nobody has any idea what you're dealing with behind closed doors and the the issues that my marriage was having the issue that you know he was having as a father as with his civilian job and whatnot so people didn't understand that but there were huge lines that were drawn so um you know, I got into immediate damage control because victim blaming is a thing, man. And it's easier to be mad and point the finger at, you know, this. Apparently, I'm a rotten human being and this is my fault. And, um, you know, it was easier to blame me because I was there. Right. Like like the person left behind versus um, the person who, you know, did this. So I had to deal with repercussions with my military world, with my civilian world on top of, you know, having all my marital, personal marital stuff be put on blast on top of dealing with my daughter who was four at the time, like making her understand that and then deal with what I'm dealing with. And yeah, so it was a lot for a while. And uh, I think the the beginning of the Christine Mindy saga was uh, <laughs> actually at the funeral. Like I, I remember bits and pieces of that funeral, but um, Christine was there, which very much surprised me. And she damn near tackled me, like just embraced me and was like, what do you need? What are we doing? How can I help you? Like, I got you. I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I never forget. You were like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, did I say that? Yeah. You're like, what are oh. you doing here? And I'm like, I meant it in the nicest way possible. I just, <laughs> I just like to go to funerals. <laughs> I thought there'd be some guys here. I could kind of pick up that were grieving. I don't know. No, but I remember you said that and you were like, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, that's what you do. You show like I was always told like you show up like it's okay to you but know, like, I was, but see, I was the person. I always who remember would show that though. Like I was, I was like, "What do you mean? Like this is what this is what you do? You show up for people." Yeah, but I didn't have. I mean, and like everybody. Dun, 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 right dun, dun. I don't. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to say. I don't want to say that I don't have people show up, right? Because like whoever is listening to this now is gonna be like, "That's bullshit." Like I'm here for I'm you. You should friend. know I'm here for you. Right, no, right. no, I don't let people show up for right. me. That's my thing. It's you know because I'm always too proud or too strong or too busy or too insert compensating mechanism here like no i don't let people show up for me and um you're like no 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 no. like i show up and i'm like i don't understand <laughs> like what do you mean but it's 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 very i don't know it's hard to describe because like you yeah like yes all those people out there screaming at their radios right now going like you rotten person like i'm here for you what do you mean it's like no but it's it's yes i know that support is there but i feel like the loneliest person in the room Right. I I get it. Yeah. You know, it's like, how do you accept that? What do I do with all this kindness? What do I do with... But but then it's kindness because people people need to say things to make themselves feel better. Of course. And offer self because that's what you're supposed to do. And then when that phone rings, you know, it's who's picking up, who's not. Like, who's stepping up, who's not. Right. Like, it's... And you, you find out things very quickly like oh i'm so sorry that my situation is wildly uncomfortable for you like i'm so sorry that you think you have it all figured out and like i'm the villain in your story too you know so it's you, you oh it was so it's still interesting yeah so. it's heavy yeah um thank you oh for you're welcome telling <laughs> us the story um I, you know and 
I mean, what do you do to pick up the pieces? How do, how do you pick up the pieces? What have you done to pick up the pieces? I mean, that's a trick question because one day I'll have, maybe I'll have a couple pieces and another day I'll drop one or another day. Like I'm allowed to have bad days, Absolutely. But, but my bad days can't, I can't walk into the ER and have a bad day, man. Like those are those people's bad days. So like, what am I going to, what am I going to do? Or then like, if I'm having a bad day, oh, I remember a particularly not so great day where I'm in the ER and doing my thing and putting on my, you know, Dr. Mindy hat. And I had a patient say to me, um, he's like, I don't, I don't even know how your husband tolerates you. <gasps> and it was like, I was pretty new back to work mm. oh, but like my job that job specifically was like i was like look i need to take a couple weeks off they're like no 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 you're taking time off because you need time and it's okay like we we got you and i was pretty <laughs> new back to work and he, this this patient said that to me and i just mindy moyer bitch face man looked at him dead ass in the eyes and i was like he doesn't he killed himself but thanks for that <gasps> oh yeah yeah. Fuck. yeah, you want to you want to throw stones? Let's throw stones. You want to play? Like, okay, sticks and stones, brother. Here we go. But you have been someone who, and I think that this is this is what is this is what I love about Dr. Mindy. Listeners, ready? Mm. There's people out there that will sugarcoat things, oh, and I no. think that there there's a time and a place. <laughs> uh-huh. There's a time and a place to sugarcoat things and to protect people in their bubbles and. But what's happening, think about the, like the technology today with like texting and emails and like, we're losing this like communication. We're losing the the ability to connect with people and have those hard conversations. And we talk, Mindy and I talk about this all the time, like feeling all the feels like life doesn't give you rainbows and butterflies all the Mm -hmm. time. Like you, but that's part of life is feeling it and embracing it and and knowing that, all right, we can keep getting past this. And like, that's something that, you know, I think a lot of us are that relationship, like you said before, like you're feeling alone, like this is a really powerful thing to bring out to everyone that are, are you having those tough conversations with your spouse, with your kids, with the friends in your life, with your family, or is it just like, mm, avoid? No, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to, you know, draw back. And that's something like for you, I think that's been powerful for you, even for me on an outside perspective, looking in saying like, no, this is what happened. I'm going to deal with it. And, and we're going to express it and we're going to talk about it. I didn't have a choice, man. I did. I did not have a choice because, um, you know, it was very much one of the last things my husband said to me was like, I, you have a decision to make and you're either going to be this or you're going to be that. But if you choose to be that, like, I'm going to ruin you. I'm like, okay, no problem. Like, he's like, no, like, I'm going to ruin you. I'm going to ruin your military career. Like, I'm going to make things very difficult for you. I'm like, okay. You know, and again, like, and I, I will never, and I don't think I ever have, like, I, 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 mental illness is a thing, man. And this was not the person that he was versus what the illness did to him and the stressors Mm -hmm. did to him so like okay fine um but you know there's two sides to every story and it's like okay his illness being projected on me and no it was his this was a like no like he was angry and he was resentful and he was projecting okay you want to ruin me no problem ruin me good good luck with that 
And no, that's exactly what he attempted to do. So while he was trying to, you know, do that, um, so essentially he committed suicide the next day because he was a huge techie nerd and and whatnot. So his suicide note went out the next day to my military bosses, to my very close friends and family, to um, the masses, essentially, airing out like it was a journal entry almost like log. It wasn't like a letter letter, but he dated, timed, and then just kind of like blogged about how he was feeling, what he was going through. And those entries were dated four years prior to him even committing suicide. So, you know, he was allowed to create this dialogue for me to my military bosses who only knew me and the, again, like I say, rotten human being, like it's hard to be a woman in the military and like, I'm not a big person. So I'm a small woman in the military who has some rank. So immediately nobody takes me seriously. So, you know, you have a a man who's very, strong and aggressive well he's a leader you have a woman who's very strong and aggressive well she's a bitch bitch, Mm -hmm. so so i am that bitch man and when this letter went out to you know these military people it's i'm already the bitch on top of this is what caused because chuck was a very nice guy he was the he was the politician he was the people pleaser apparently he he hated me so i'm just i mean we're not for everybody (laughs) we're not for everybody um (laughs) But he uh, he was the nice guy, and it was like, and he we would have conversations. Like I would go to work, and like bang my head against the wall, like fighting for like what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong, and this is the reg and this is the standard, and like why am I wrong because they don't like it versus the why can't you just play the game, man? Why can't you just your life would be so much easier if you just smiled and played the game? Yeah, yeah, but you can, I can't, and this is why. So his allies were there and when all of this happened and these people got their letters like it was yeah it was it was on me like oh you're a you're a miserable human being at work so who knows what it was like to be at home and you're the reason for this so and then yeah it's you have your representative right so they only knew his representative um and how he showed up to work and the things that he hid and whatnot so and then I had mine, which was <laughs> bitch mode, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, no, it was a thing. It was like multiple civilian investigations. It was multiple military investigations, which unrolled into other investigations on top of, oh, well, she's doing this suicide study. So, yeah, it was. What a fucking mess. It was. It, on top of, you know, like, my four-year-old daughter. How do you explain mental illness, death and dying and suicide to a four-year-old? That, that, yeah, no. Wait. There's, there's, there's different avenues to approach it. I mean, my avenue, because there's um, mobile crisis uh, that if you're in crisis or know somebody in crisis, there's an 800 number that you can call both adults and children. And I called this um, child number and I had social workers. It it was not, it was the next morning and I had social workers come to my mom's house and, uh, I was like, look, I deal with this on a daily basis. Like, I give bad news in the ER all the time. But this is not Dr. Mindy. This is mom. And, like, how do I give bad news to my kid about her father? Like, I don't know how to do this. 
And they're like, look, like she's smart. She's here and she's, you know, walking around and um, she's going to open those doors when she's ready to have that conversation. And you just need to be honest and open. I'm like, yeah, got it. Nailed it. Yes. So um, uh, she would say she started by like, oh, I wonder where my dad is. And then everybody in the room would like you could hear the stomachs turn like when she would say that and then obviously she got a reaction like she felt you feel that energy yeah so she got that reaction but then we leave it alone and leave, leave the room and then um yeah my dad would really love this i wonder where he is and leave the room so and then she finally said to me i think we were there at my mom's house for like two or three days and she was like um you know i, want, I really want to go home like my stuff is home i want to go home and my husband uh he he shot himself in our in our home like, uh, well uh let's see if mommy can be home so you know i went home i was fine brought her home okay fine so people you know people don't leave you alone for a little bit so uh people were at my house with me and out of nowhere she's like i don't go in the basement her toys were in the basement his mm-hmm. office is in the basement but um carpet was pulled up like things were being repaired and cleaned and whatnot well, I want to go in the basement. Let's go in the basement. I was like, now, again, you hear the stomachs flop. Right. And like, what do you say? What do you say? No, we can't go in the basement. Like, we were cleaning up downstairs, you know. What do you mean? Well, something broke. I just need to clean some things downstairs. So, can I say? Stomachs flop. Yeah. Like, yeah, you want to say? Let's go say. But it, it was not anything traumatic. Um, like, it, it just looked like a pipe broke and mm-hmm. all the carpet was pulled up. The walls were stripped down, like, to the studs. I'm like, here, here. That's what. Oh, that's it? Yeah, that's it. All right, cool. Can I bring some toys upstairs? Sure can. All right, let's go upstairs. A couple days later go by, um, and we're driving. I forget where. Oh, it was Halloween because, you know, my wedding anniversary was Halloween. So uh, we're driving to the Halloween store because, you know, my daughter wanted to go to the Halloween store. And she's in her car seat, four years old. Mom? Yeah. Is my dad dead? Pulled over my car, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, he is. And, oh, my God. That visceral animal, like that, that scream, that pain, that cry, like it haunts, it haunts me. And it's, it's the anger. I can't tell you the anger that I feel because of what it has caused my daughter to go through. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she just cried. What do you mean? Did bad guys get him? Did a car crush him? What do you mean? What happened? What happened? I was like, you know, Becca, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to answer that for you right now. But what I can say is, you know, your dad loved you very much. He still loves you very much. Um, dad had a boo-boo brain. Yeah. Dad had a boo-boo in his head and, um, he didn't know how to deal with it. And, uh, he got sick and yes, your dad died. Well, what do you mean? You're a doctor. Why can't you fix those boo-boos? Mommy wasn't here to fix those boo-boos. I couldn't fix those boo-boos. You know, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Like, you know how you skin your knee and you get a boo-boo? Yeah, well, we can't see these boo-boos unless people talk about these Mm boo-boos. And, like, let's not get it twisted. Like, he was in counseling. He was on medication. The man did his doctorate study in suicide issues. Like, you know, you know your resources. And if you don't choose to access them, you know, he knew what he was doing. And he did it for a reason. And... You know, now I have to explain it to a four-year-old age appropriately. Like, hey, look, he's got a boo-boo and Mm -hmm. this is how we'll deal with it. And then it came out later. Hey, mom, what? How'd my dad die? Like, he had a boo-boo in his head. Yeah, I didn't know, but how did he die? Like, what do you mean? 
Did he get a gun and shoot himself in his head? <sighs> yes, my child. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Oh, okay. Done. Like, and that's it. Like, she just, again, she kicks open those doors and... Yeah. And... If I'm having as if a, she knows the answers already, she sure does. Yeah, she, no, she knows, she knows, she knows, oh she knows, God, she, she knows. No, but it's but it's also talking to these um, these groups who um, you know their families and whatnot, or these these therapists who deal with children who deal with crisis like this, where it's no, these families don't know how to deal with it. So right. dad went to work and he's at work. You know, dad's been at work for years, and this yeah. kid just thinks that dad's at work, like doesn't know anything about anything. But, you know, they're not stupid and they hear and it's almost like the whole, okay, well, you got me, but are you lie to me? Or then I'll say to her, like, hey, look, I'm, I'm not comfortable answering that right now. Or, hey, I don't know how to answer that right mm-hmm. now. But if you have any other question, like, will I ask? And, okay. All right. All right. Right. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, my God. But, but I always, but even, you know, we, um. Like you would, you would tell me a lot of these stories and I'm like, oh my gosh, like the, and I would always think like, oh my, the, the strength that you have to just have these open conversations with people is something though. Like no, that's but it's, really, but it's, I don't know. Powerful. Like, thank you for saying that. But like, I don't, it's say it's my coping mechanism, right? Because it's, I'm broken. I'm dark and twisty. We, we know that. We about all me. are. Yeah, but she's not yet. Right. And it's the things that I do now and the situations that I deal with now are going to affect her and her dark and twisty like i don't want to break my kid more than you know life is already going to break her so it's like all right like i'm giving her these tools to cope now when in a society where kids don't cope man um and the other thing too is i'm so open about it is because if you don't talk about it it's not normal where it's you know and you can talk about that with Okay, in the emergency room with the miscarriage rate, with the infertility rate, with depression, with alcoholism, with drug abuse, with, you know, it's all these taboo things that like once you start talking about where it's, oh, 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 you deal with that? Oh, okay. Like, um, you know, emergency room drugs and alcoholics and okay, talking to them like they're people. They're not used to that. Well, why are you being so nice to me? I don't know. What do you mean? You're a person. Well, well, people don't talk to me like this. Like, look, my dad's an alcoholic. He's been in recovery for four years. It wasn't always simple. You know, like this is what he did and what works for him doesn't work for you. But let's get there. And if you're ready to have this conversation, I'm ready to have this conversation. And if you're not, then I'll see you next time. But hey, you know where to find us. Okay. Well, why are you so comfortable talking like about my dad's stuff? Well, number one, I have his permission to talk about his stuff. And, um, you know, it's, this is what makes me different and this is a real thing. And as long as you address it as a real thing, like, yeah. But then I have my four or five, six year old, you know, as she's growing up where it's like, hi, I'm Becca. My dad's dead. And adults, adults are the awkward ones, Mm -hmm. man. Like they make it really awkward where I have, um, my very dear friend, like his daughter, um, they're about the same age where it's like, hi, my my dad's dead. She's like, oh, my dog's dead. You want to go play? <laughs> yeah, let's go play. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's, so it's like, <laughs> okay. And then and then as they revisit it, it's like, hey, well, you know, hey, Mindy, look, Becca's sitting right next to me, but it's like, hey, Mindy, where's Becca's dad? And I just look at Becca. I'm like, do you want to answer that question? Like, I'm not going to answer for you. Like, you answer for you. And so my six-year-old will 
now seven. She'll explain it and she'll talk about it. Like, hey, my dad had a boo-boo. He was sad. And this is what happened. But again, she's very appropriate to mm-hmm. like she doesn't just hey my dad shot himself in his head and I'm like oh my god yeah. oh my god this is why I drink <laughs> but um, no it's she's she and every child therapist or child social worker that I have her to because again I'm trying really hard to not make her broken and um, they're like look she's dealing with a loss she's not dealing with a trauma like you kept it from being traumatic like yes. It's a loss. It's her dad, but it's not. It's not she doesn't trauma. have. She doesn't have traumatic experiences Mm-mm. specifically with him that she's going to take forward. Mm-mm. You know, which is no. Like she has her moments, just like everybody right. else has her moments, where you know the tears will come out or something will happen. You know, like Father's Day hit her like a truck. Like we were doing whatever, and she's like, "Ma, it's Father's Day." Yeah, it is. Yeah, my dad's dead. Yeah, he is. Oh. Can we go see Pop? I'm like, yeah, let's go see Pop. Like my dad. Um, like, yeah, we can do that. And like, then she just like, I miss my dad. All right, you want to watch a video? Like, like, like videos yeah. that he did, or like, hey, like, do you want to listen to a recording? Or hey, do you want to look at pictures? No, I'm good. All right, let me know when you do. I kept everything. You know, like she has everything. I, I took a bunch of his T-shirts and I made a blanket, and that's her daddy blanket. Okay, fine. So it's because, again, my experience with him as my husband and Mindy and Chuck were different than the experiences of her and her father. Totally. So, so yeah, the lines get blurred sometimes. But, like, as long as I keep that, like, this was her dad and, you know, dad loved Becca and they were close and, you know, it was I'm going to nurture that and I'm going to harbor that and I'm going to, you know, like an we have our own little side conversations because Mindy and Chuck are not on good terms. But, you know, like, yeah, it's, Ma, I want to go see his stone. What are you talking about? Right. You know, his stone. Let's go to his stone. I was like, all right, take the two-hour truck up to Arlington or North Arlington. I don't know. It's up by the George Washington Bridge. This is all the things I blocked out. Um, all right, you want to go see the stone? Let's go see the stone. So we take the ride up there, and she's there for 30 seconds. She's like, this is terrible. I don't want to be here. I'm really sad. All right, let's go. But it's it's her terms, man. Like, okay. And then as she's like going back to the car, I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like again, the anger. It's a lot to to take with you, you know. And that's but you're. It's I mean, from my perspective, anyway, you've you're doing what's awesome for her, which is like I'm being awesome, mom. Mm. You're setting the tone of listen. It's not poor me. It's. Hey, you know what? No, Here's what I do, it. and and I work hard. And education's important, and communication, and relationships, and you know. And she's looking at you with everything that you do, and all the positive things, and being like, "Wow, this is a like." I mean, it's got to be from from going from a loss and sadness to like, look at what my mom's doing. My mom's doing all these races. My mom's doing all this. Like, you know, you're setting an example. Of something positive. You could easily set a bad example. Sure can. Like you could just be like, poor me. I'm going to just go out and pawn my daughter off and, you know, blah, blah, you know. And it happens a lot. I mean. I was the kid with no dad. So I get it. I mean, like the most awkward people to me were the teachers. They didn't know what the fuck to do with me. They they don't know what to say. They don't don't know know what what to say. They don't know what to do. And this the other person that didn't know what to do with me at all was my mother. Mm Mm-hmm. At all. Well, the fun thing, too, is that, you know, every time she goes to a different school or has a new teacher or, like, as soon as she has a bad day because she's frustrated because she can't get yeah. math or she can't get reading, 
burst into tears. What's my I'm sad. My dad's dead. I need to go to the resource counselor. And then the teachers have a heart attack because yeah. nobody wants to do the wrong thing. Right. And then I get the phone call from the school and I'm just like, you. It was math, wasn't it? Yeah. I was like, she never cries during recess. She never cries during the bad you know, days happen. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. No, she's like, a very smart girl. Kids are smart, man. And yeah. it's like, you know, they'll manipulate you because where do you think they learned it from? But I've been doing it longer. Like, you're not going to manipulate <laughs> me, man. We it's, know that game. Well, it's, it's oh, well, I think, I, I think, you know, you should really take this seriously. I was like, I think that, you know, I know my kid better than you will ever know my kid. Right. You're getting played. And, and I've said that. I've said that. And then they come back where it's, you know, she'll get off the bus. Hey, you know, so-and-so called me from school. They did. Sure did. Yeah. You know, you know, we don't have secrets. Uh, they called me and they said this, this, and this. You want to tell me what's up? No, it was math. I don't want to play I'm math. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, don't pull that card, man. I was like, boy who cried wolf. You know, like, we're not going to do that because, like, at, at a point, they're going to stop listening to you, and you're going to be having a really bad day, and no one's going to show up for you because you're full of it, man. And, you know, mommy will always show up, but mommy knows you, and, like, and she'll, you can't do that to me. I'm sad. My, da- my dad's dead. I was like, you know he was my husband, right? What do you mean? I was like, you know I lost somebody too, right? What do you mean? Like, oh, yeah, we're not putting that hat on, you know, so it's, Okay. So she, she checks herself every once in a while, and it's like, well, we got each other, right? I'm like, ah, oh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I want to kill you. But, um, yeah, now we were doing it together, and I learned from her. I hope she takes the good from me. Um, you know. Isn't she cool? Yeah, very cool. Who, me? Yeah, yeah don't kill oh. your kid, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's uh it, you know I didn't I I went through all that shit when I was twelve, so I was obviously a little older. I had an understanding of everything. I'll never forget the day that my mom sat me down and told me what happened. Um, my father died of a heart attack, mm-hmm. but um, you know, and and it's clear as day. I mean, that that is a yeah. memory that will 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 be etched in my brain forever. Uh, and not realizing it, and this is maybe something to keep in mind as you do go through everything you do with your daughter. I didn't realize the impact that it had on me until I was well into my 30s. Mm-hmm. It took a good 30 years, uh, you know, 20 some some odd years of of booze and <laughs> everything else uh to to really really understand the impact uh you know that it that it did have on me. And I played all that. I you know, I used oh, it. Yeah. I used it oh, when yeah. it was convenient. Well, um, the other thing too is, you know, she would go to school and she'd be like I'm having a bad day and I was talking about it with my friends and like her friends are, you know, the kids don't discuss death and dying until you know grandma shows like dies right, or right. their fish dies yeah, or the their dog, dog dies yeah. like the, like nobody at the level that you know my daughter has dealt with at this point or you hope not so then um she's like you know and then i have so-and-so tell me like oh i don't see my dad either my parents are divorced and she's like it's not the same so all of this emotion from my kid and all this anger from my kid because it's like mom people don't get it and um, right here in Manasquan, it's called uh, Common Ground. Common Grounds. Yeah, man. So, Love them. So Common Ground is uh, just what it's called, that kids um, who have either lost parents or siblings, they go and they sit and they do 45 minutes of play therapy and 45 minutes of group therapy with other kids their age who have lost parents. And no adults allowed. Like I have, you know, parents have their group in the back. And then um, I have my group of, you know, dark and twisty widow moms. We, we sell. Oh no, we call ourselves that. We call ourselves that. It's okay. But, um, you know, my widow 
friends and we mm-hmm. all have our lawn chairs and we sit in the the parking lot and just talk about how dark and twisty and angry we are but um she she goes and she talks with these kids who get it and uh <laughs> so uh I, i'm i'm in the wrong week i think so my other moms who i sit with um their husbands died from different cancers or different you know natural causes mm-hmm. where you know the suicides and their drug overdoses meet on a different week oh so now my kid thinks everybody's gonna have cancer mm-hmm. <laughs> mom you have a headache you have, you have a brain tumor do you have a brain tumor oh get my sick gosh. Like, i don't have a brain tumor well so-and-so's dad had a brain tumor and he died and this is what happened and this one's dad thought he was spider-man and he fell from the ceiling and he died oh yeah these are the conversations that are had don't give me that look. I, you See, you're making so, it Spider-Man. I, you know what? Spider-Man. It's only because you said Spider-Man. I was well, that's like, how... And then I got a visual in my head. Yes. Back so, to Common Ground, though. That yes. place is amazing. Yeah. I really... Yeah. At zero I, cost to the families. Yeah. Um, Who talk, funds that? Donations. I, yeah. And okay. I've mm-hmm. talked to them about volunteering. And I know they have their big uh, clam bake or whatever it is every yeah. summer and, yeah. and all that stuff. And, and just because I didn't have any of that shit. Yeah. I didn't have any of that shit. I had an older brother who... You know, didn't want to deal with. He was dealing with it too. You know, everybody's dealing with a younger sister that was dealing with in in their shit. And I had friends who um, would, you know, like they say in Goodwill Hunting, would take a bat to somebody's head for me, Mm -hmm. and that's what I was attracted to. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. We were fuck ups, Mm -hmm. and we had the best time. And I felt loved. (laughs) Yes, the only place ever. And I and it fucked me up. I mean, like I love them. They still would Mm -hmm. take bats to people's faces Mm -hmm. and, and and things like that, but. You know, just having that mm-hmm. positive outlet for some yeah. of this is is uh, very and you know the shrinks. I didn't want to be there. No. Fuck that. And that was my mom's answer. My mom was like, "I don't know what to do with you, so this person might." So here, go. And you know, my mom's a social worker. She's like, yeah. you know, no, but she's not your social worker. She's your mom. I know. And it's, well, it's the same thing. I said, like, I don't know how to deal with this with my kid. Like, yeah. I just need to know that I I don't want to fuck up my kid more That's, than yeah. So, like, I just, all right, I don't know what to do, but we're going to figure something out. Right. And she's like, I don't want to go. You're going. You're going. Like, I make her go. And yeah. part of um, the common ground, you know, uh, theory, foundation, whatever, that when the child decides that they don't want to go, they have to show up and tell the group they don't want to go anymore. Okay. And then they announce it to the group on how they don't want to go. And then they have to come back again to like say goodbye um but like these kids it goes from age six to 18 and these teenagers who show up like they talking with their moms and whatnot like they have their chat groups and they have their facebook groups and they have like such a strong net yeah and um it's you know you see fuck i had none of that Mm -hmm. yeah crazy so I mean I'm hoping it does some yeah, good. I believe so. Let's let's do more good than bad, you know, and let's keep open dialogue and you know, we'll figure it out because Becca, you have your bad days and I have my bad days and let's just make sure they're not on the same day and if they are, <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But yeah. I try to ha- not have my stuff bleed into her stuff, but her stuff is supposed to bleed onto my stuff. So I'm like, All yeah. right, I'll take your baggage. Let's go. Here we go. Crazy. All right. Um, real fast because we're not going to – We seriously, I know you have to – we have to, can't go on forever today because we're going to have to have a round two. And the round two is going to be all the crazy antics of all the racing. Oh, God. Well, let's get let's, – let's, let's do a little – Yeah. Let's little, do a little a start. W- a, a little look into that window. Let's do a little start. All right. So 
what was the so you were like also running and that's kind of how we like started talking as mm-hmm. well so we were talking about running and racing runners are and, cool. and then you were like oh i always wanted to do like a marathon right and this was like no i didn't i did? never those yeah, words never you came do a marathon <laughs> no and then we ran the new no. york new jersey marathon together <sighs> it's magical i don't that's not how i remember it rolled out how, I, I i no it was i think you were supposed to be pacing mm-hmm. this is a great race blah, 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 blah. i had other friends who were running it mm-hmm. so it's like all right well you know whatever I'll wing it. Let's wing it. I do halves. Let's do a half. Like, you do a half, you can do a whole, says Christine Conti. Oh, you can say do this. that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's throw on there. And uh, I wing things. So I decided to just, you know, wing. I was like, I'll, all right. I'll, I could do it with you if oh, you want me to. Oh, terrible idea. Terrible idea. What time? Yeah. yeah. Terrible idea. What time? Yeah. We have a bunch of shirts like that now. Sure do. Mm-hmm. Short for different events. We're the great. shirts now. We wear the shirts if we're going to do something stupid. Well, that got done. You got the medal and you've. It felt terrible. It was awful. And it didn't feel awful. And Christine, you know, t- decides to tell me when it started feeling awful for me, um, which in, you know, mile 14, I specifically remember, I know exactly where I was. I'm like, my knees hurt. I was like, what do I need to do? She said, you need to finish. Just finish. No, I didn't yell at her until it was like mile 20 something. <laughs> She's like, my talk- hips and my knees. And I was like, yeah, no, you, no, I, there's nothing no, no. I can do to help you at right now. Except you need to start, no, came out. start running. At my, no, it wasn't. Christine it was- came out. But at mile 20 something, I just stopped talking because like. It's, it's her fastest miles. We're like the last three miles. I'm like, you bitch. You could have run faster now that you're like. She keeps saying that to me about all. It's like, you could push it hard. I'm like, shut your <laughs> mouth. You just need some like. Yeah. No. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, so we did that, and um, that was fun. It was interesting, and uh, it's like I'm never doing that again. You're a marathoner. No, running a marathon does not mean I'm a marathoner. Absolutely, it does. I'm it sorry, does. I beg mm-hmm. to differ. I know you. You're the one who said that to me, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, I'm never doing it again. She's like, hey, registration. All right, I'll sign up. So I signed <laughs> up, and then it got canceled. And you know, yes, I am signed up for the full marathon. I'll I'll prep a little more. This next one, October? Yeah. Same one, New Jersey? New Jersey. But now she's like this triathlon junkie. Uh, No, 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 no. So so the way that that happened is Christine likes to, hey, I have an idea, but I'm not going to do this idea without you because I'm not doing this unless you're with me because if you'll make sure I won't die. Okay. That's also true. So we're going to do this and I'm going to do Ironman Maryland because I need Maryland to do be a better experience in Lake Placid. Right, and, Hey, right. will you come with me? Right. I just wanted like an experience that wasn't going to be traumatizing now that I knew I could do it, but it was traumatizing in a different way. But. So so we went, and uh, I was dealing with my own other things at that, my own medical stuff, if you remember. Um, we got there, and uh, it was miserable for me. It was miserable for you. But I was like, I can do this. Like, no. I can, like, because, again, like you said just you the other day. You told me never. You would never. I'm getting to that. Don't ever let me that. do this. So, no, no, no. Very early morning at the swim, you see all these different breeds of people, right? Like, different <laughs> body shapes, types, Breeds. Ages. That's a good word. It sure is. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's like, oh, like, like. They, if they can do this, I can do this. Like, what do you mean? Like, this is great. Like, and then. As the day went on, and I'm watching this. It's like never. There's let some me separation there. This, this certain breeds. No, like this is a breed of crazy, and don't ever let me do this. I don't care what I say. Do not try to talk me into this. Like I don't want to do this. All right, all right, says Christine. All right, whatever. So then I don't. How did how did triathlons even come up? Jersey Girl. 
Weren't you going to do that or something? I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't like, yeah, you said you were going to do this, and now the swim. you never do was it. Was it the swim? Was it the Manasquan Mile? Oh, right. That I thought I could wing. And I almost died no less than 10 times because, you know, swimming is no joke, man. No. Like, I'm a shore. In the ocean. <sighs> I'm a shore kid. I'm a surfer. I can do I can do this. I know how to swim in the ocean. We're good. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no. That different. Was, wildly like that's a horse of a different color like i don't care how fit you think you are like that was no joke and like i i did it i did it my time i don't think was terrible it was under an hour don't worry about it sure it was um but got out of the water and christine's husband (laughs) this man's a saint great job great job like looking great looking great like i felt like i was gonna die but again fake it till you make it and then later he told me like you looked awful <laughs> <laughs> like, no, he is a good guy oh, yeah but he, he no plays. sure sure did because like i gassed myself i didn't know how to breathe appropriately like i just it was all bad on so many levels and he's like yeah yeah mm-hmm. i was worried for you he swam to the buoy hyperventilated and came back to shore smart, so smart man just, i should have done that no never everyone up. was impressed so then uh, and like I don't, again, don't know how swimming turned into like I have a bike. I rode for a while. I can I can ride. So let's incorporate that from the swim to the bike, and then the bike to the run. And you I like can do this that. though? It feels good to be out there. Like it's a good mental thing. Like mm. it's a you know. Yeah, I get to be in my own head for <laughs> three hours at a clip with no music. It's a wonderful place to be. It's very empowering to do this stuff, though. And that's like you're I mean, showing that to Becca and like you're sure. doing it for yourself. Like, I don't know why I do it. Because you're crazy. That's yeah. why you do it. That's so, why we do so, what we do. And that's and like if I'm in, I'm all in. And if I don't sign up for things or I don't have something to look forward to, I'm, I'm going to procrastinate and I'm not going to do it. So literally, I think I have a race every available weekend. Like if I'm not away or if I'm not actively working, like I'm, I have a race every weekend on through end of September to cap it off with the Atlantic City half Ironman because I will not commit to the full Ironman. I will do the half Ironman. Please do not let me do the full ever. <laughs> I'm saying it here. Don't let me do I got that you. to myself. I got you. I'll be, you, you talk Listen. to her. You hang up with her. You call me. We'll, we'll set everything Listen. straight, all right? I mean, what do you want me to say? Like, I don't recommend that or like... Well, you told me that about New York. Right. Oh, I didn't either. It's... If, I, that's a whole nother story. Sure is. But, um, yeah. No, so I'm, so I'm all in, and as I'm signing up for these races, I'm sending you screenshots, and those screenshots turn into, what are you doing? Wait, in somewhere in, in this mix, mm-hmm. um, I sent Mindy this, oh, look at this, like, Hamptons half marathon. <laughs> this was part of this. This was last year. This no, is all, not- like, all of her racing, like, it was this joke now that we were going to do these races together, and I'm like, oh, my God, look at this Hamptons half marathon marathon like cool we'll go to stay at my mom's house we'll go out like this is before my mom got sick too we'll go to the hamptons for a night and i was like this is kind of cool because my dad like mm-hmm. wildlife whatever he's got this big thing at this national refuge that i've never been to and i'm like that's actually 15 minutes away from the race mm-hmm. we'll go to the hamptons we'll bouge it up we'll come back like it'll be fun like we'll just take a weekend and i just sent her like a screenshot of it not thinking like i didn't sign up for it i just was like look at this that's cool mm-hmm. she's like i'm in yeah. and she sends me a registration I'm and i'm I send like her back my registration link yeah i'm like well, wait you, you registered sure did she's like yeah aren't you in and i'm like 
No, I just sent it to you to, like, to look at. Like, <laughs> yay. So, well, something so, to talk about. Because we were talking about medals before. Yeah, so I'm like, the, oh, all right. quote, medal for this race is a Tiffany's necklace, mm-hmm. a race-specific oh, Tiffany's necklace. bougie yeah, Hamptons. Yes. So there was this other women's race series that is no longer around anymore where the the medal was a specialized Tiffany necklace for that race. And it was impossible to get into those races. You had to be in a lottery. It was on a waiting list from hell. And um, they were all over the country. And the year that I caught wind of it, they stopped it. So when she sent me this, hey, there's, there's this inaugural race and this is what it is. I was like, oh, I need to get on this bandwagon before it sells out. So like I was, I was in. And then I thought it would be all rich people. So like, then we we're going to take like a rucksack and just run last. Yes. So when they rip off all their Lululemon clothes, we were just going to, we were just going to take all this stuff yeah. and like get a new wardrobe. Mm-hmm. So what happened? Did you run it? COVID. Oh, we're still COVID. in the, COVID okay. happened. It, now it's like been two years later and I'm, I just got an email last week that was like, you're in for May 2022. I'm like, uh, all right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So there's been that one. We did New Jersey. That one's in the mix. You came to Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? We just we were just in New York. Just in New York. Um, oh, and then the hundred miler, which we really talked about. Um, that's was your dialogue. That was your perspective. That was your, your perspective. We'll get we'll get the. I was not even coherent. All no. I know is, bloop, bloop, bloop. I already got in trouble. I Shannon, Shannon already yelled at me. Let's lay it on the table. Her experience was not my experience. She's you loved she our thinks, experiences together. I did. I loved a, all of our experiences. Ugh. Yeah, I know that was an unfair projection. Right. Of I don't want to. <laughs> you also forgot to mention that the race staff specifically mentioned like you have the best. Crew. I said that on the podcast. I don't know. I did. I talked about my crew is the that. best crew. Yeah, no. Uh, so yeah. Not no, no. says you the race. Said that. Yeah. You didn't oh, the say race people. The race, yeah. the race itself. Like Sorry. They specifically were oh, they like, did. I mean, you travel with your own doctor. Well, I was fixing other people's feet. Really? Do you know what it's like to fix strangers' <laughs> funky feet? It's like bite marks. <laughs> yeah, I, mean. I told you I had my doctor, my FBI agent, and then someone will just shank you and run away. Trifecta. We, huh? And Michael with the bacon, the bag of the bag of bacon, bacon. <laughs> and amazing. the dog. Oh, and the the dog. It's right? a real wacky pack. It it's like Scooby Doo, freaking <laughs> <laughs> mystery machine pulled into town. <laughs> yeah, moved our tent. We were like, I will. Oh, I forgot about yeah, that. They moved our tent. They pouring. I bought this like tent thing, mm-hmm. and it was raining, and all their stuff was underneath it. And they, <gasps> yeah, that's another story. I roll into one of the um, the aid stations, and they're like, someone moved the tent. And used it for themselves, and all of our stuff is drenched. And I'm like, I don't who did know. that? Somebody. Nobody. I'm sorry. You know yeah. No. The air mattress went flat. The tent was leaking. All oh. of our stuff. Yeah. yeah. I had these um these crazy. How dare you talk shit about Dr. Mindy at the I, CNO Canal look, 100? Dr. Mindy was okay because I was not running 100 miles. Um, so it's like all right, fine. And uh, I had these crazy, like, five-layer sleeping bags that I brought one for me and one for Shannon. And, like, we are cocoons in our – and it's water torture because it drops, like, on our sleeping bag. And I'm like, oh, my God. So then one in the morning, two in the morning, my daughter FaceTimes me. I'm in this tent. Like, you could hear the rain. You could hear the wind. Ma, what are you doing? It's at one in the morning. What are you doing? Like, why are you calling me? Oh, I can't sleep. I miss my mom. You got to come home. I think you should come home. Are you in that tent? <laughs> yes, I'm in that tent. Is that rain? 
Yes, it's raining. A tornado is going to touch down. It's going to blow you away. <laughs> Lightning is going to hit you. You're going to die. And then what do I do? Then where do I live? Then who do I have? Why are you in the rain? And like, it's just all unraveled. That's my life. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay. <sighs> I'm, I'm I, appreci- I appreciate you. I appreciate you. We were good. No, it was fine. It was it was really fine. I agreed to it as I'm sitting there studying for my final. Remember? Oh, yes, yes, you were. I was like, oh, look, you could study for your final. Mm-hmm. I was at least. And then Mindy drove my car home, too. She, I don't think you would have let me drive anyway because of how sick you, you were. You were not a- on the oh. way there. <laughs> well, you did not mention that either. So Christine mentioned that she drives from a bat from hell during Virginia. But she failed to um, <laughs> discuss how sick I got in the front seat <laughs> because she's up and down these hills and whipping around these corners, and I am turning green. Where I just she like, was like upside down in a I cocoon. Was, yeah, no, scooching down in the past industry. I was mm-hmm. like, with are my you okay? With my head on the center console, <laughs> oh eyes <my> closed. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna. F-. Like, she pulled over because we got lost. So we had, and we're running out of gas. <laughs> we're running out of gas. So, that was the other one. So we pulled over, and I literally opened the door because I was like, I'm gonna throw up everywhere. And I didn't. It was fine. <laughs> okay, get back in. I'm like, oh Dude, shit. Christine's okay. world. I'm so fucking great. Yeah. yeah. Are you yeah. surprised? I mean, are you surprised that she drives like a freaking maniac in no. the hills of Virginia? Like, no, but I was like, yeah. I'm driving home. Yeah. You have no bottoms to your feet you can't i don't touch i don't pedal. think i'll oh, ever home. let you drive me anywhere Why? i don't know i'm driving okay <laughs> I'm, saying. I'm driving well, everyone's safe we're all good we'll that's how fine. it works we'll be fine oh my gosh no there's so many more adventures and then we didn't even mention like and then we went skydiving there yeah, was the other no, one. No, 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 oh, that was fun uh, christine's bucket list hey yeah. what are you doing today nothing gonna deliver a like, baby and skydive yeah, it's like be at my house in 45 minutes what do you mean we're going skydiving what do you mean it was great. It was traumatizing. It was not But it was great. It was traumatizing. It was not. It was. It was a shock to the system. It was not necessarily traumatizing. Would you do it again? I, I don't know. Um, it wasn't a hard no, therefore it wasn't that traumatic. <laughs> there you go. I would say no to the 100 miler before I would say to skydiving. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> 100 miles. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed lot. that one. It was just... She got pancakes and like soup. I was like, I want soup. They didn't feed us. They did not feed us. You should have just started running, then a couple miles down, get the thing, no, come back. It's no, no. good. No. All right. So um, you've got 800 more races coming, and we're going to have to do a um, another recap and touch base at some point. But it was fantastic having you in here finally. That is, yeah, Isn't I agree. Isn't it like for real? Tons of fun. I just think that our- Yeah, you're, like you're going to be a recurring character on this show. Yeah. I'm a character. Yeah. I am a character. <laughs> recurring character. There's, I like there's so much more, everybody. So for those listeners right now that are like, oh, that's Dr. Mm-hmm. Mindy. There's this is episode one. Dr. Mindy yeah. is finally on the show. It should have been, should have happened a long time ago, but we finally made it work out. So, no, but here I am with like, a, like wild imposter syndrome where it's like, this is going to be your, your most unpopular episode. Nobody's going to oh, listen. Yeah. Minnie's like, this is, I'm coming on next week. It's going to be your lowest like, rated episode. And I'm like, you are no, such an idiot. We've definitely had <laughs> worse. We, we had that conversation also. I did like, tell oh. her about the, the people that are banned from our, um, yeah. From our podcast. No, that's not you. Yeah. Not Don't yet. fucking not do yet. that to yourself. Don't do that to we yourself. We have a list. Get out like of here. At, at the bars where it's like these people can't some come people, in. Yeah, some people are worse, We have some of those. Worse than bite marks. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I can't even help it. It's visceral. It's real. Yeah. It's because Brian and I spent like 
hours of our life, like wanting to just poke our ears out. <laughs> Editing them too. Oh, yes. yes. All right. Well, with that said, how um, fun stuff. Everyone um, enjoy yourself. We've got... Take care of yourself. Yeah, take care of yourselves. Take care of yourself. Give us, give the listeners like a... Um, well said. Take care of yourself. Yeah, no. Is that your final final thing? You want to give like a piece of golden nugget to everyone before you leave? I don't... Uh... That was a lot. You did a lot of like a lot of stuff today. I did a lot today. A lot no, of... I mean, I mean, as far as the golden nugget, like it's it's never as bad as it seems. And the more you talk about it with people... Good people, non-judgy people mm-hmm. who got your back, those people who really, those ride or die people, like you will come to find out that like you're not as deep in it as you think you are. And people may have had similar experiences or going through their own shit. And if you are talking about yours, it may empower somebody else to talk about theirs. And it's like, look, like I, you look like you have it all together. Let's like air out the dark and twisty man own it because other people are going through their own dark and twisty and it will not seem as bad as it is you can't see it when you're in it right so if you take a step back and air it out and have a conversation like okay it's it's, it might seem doable and if not that other people will pick up the slack for you and it's you know you might inspire and create other individuals to do something different or reach out to somebody and it could make a difference you know so, and that it could be anything, it, whatever anything. it, anything. whatever it is yeah. to you. Yeah, so. like quitting teaching to and banking to go for another job mm-hmm. or to not pick up another drink again. And you know, it's it, it it is a lot of things. But you know, own the dark and twisty, and people will interpret it as their own. And yeah, I only like people that have issues. Well, if they don't have issues, they're lying. That's it is. The, yes. They're lying. Well, all right. of us that are open about our, our craziness. That's why we're the two mm-hmm. fit crazies. Mm-hmm. Now we got our third fit crazy in here today. <laughs> you know, That's what it's about. You own it and, uh, and we share it, whatever we have with the rest of the world. So mm-hmm. with that said, everyone, it's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.